Hello. Hi. And welcome to Child of God, a podcast for children and the adults who love them. Each podcast shares a story about God's people and the ways we are a part of God's family. My name is Elizabeth Link, and you are a beloved child of God. When I was a little girl, my dad used to take me fishing at my uncle's pond. Think about what tools you would need for fishing. I had my very own rod and reel. I was so proud of them. Near the end of the fishing line was a red and white bobber, then the sinker, and finally the hook. Back then, I fished with live worms. My dad and I would dig for the worms beside the barn, fill up a cup or a can with the worms, and head up the pasture to the pond. I don't remember that I ever caught very many fish, but it was all just for fun, so I didn't mind. As I got older, I used to practice casting and reeling in my line in our backyard. Eventually, my dad would let me use his lures, and sometimes we'd catch fish big enough that I needed a net to help get them to shore or into the boat. There are lots of tools you could use for fishing. Today, I want to tell you about a group of fishermen who became followers of Jesus. This story takes place in the three of the four Gospels. We find it in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. You and I probably fish for fun, but for these men, fishing was their job. It was hard work. They spent hours out in their boat casting and pulling in a big fishing net. Because fishing was their job, they may have eaten some of the fish they caught, but they probably sold most of them. That was how they made money to help their families. So it was important that they caught lots of fish when they went out. But you know how fishing goes. Sometimes you catch a lot of fish, and sometimes you catch none. One night, this man named Simon went out fishing with his friends. They fished all night long. Hour after hour, they cast their nets and pulled them back in. After all of that work, they caught zero fish. Not even one. They were disappointed, and they were exhausted. In the early morning hours, they rowed their boat back to shore. There they sat, cleaning and mending their nets as the sun came up. Not long after, someone special came walking by. It was Jesus. Wherever Jesus went, there was sure to be a crowd to follow. There were grown-ups, teenagers, and kids pushing this way and that way to get to see Jesus. There was so much pushing that Jesus stepped into Simon's boat there on the shore, and then Jesus had an idea. Simon, he said, push your boat out into the water. I want to sit in it and talk to the people. So Simon did what Jesus said. He pushed his boat out into the water where Jesus could see the crowd. And there Jesus talked to the people about God. When he'd finished, Jesus told Simon to take his boat out into the deep water to cast his nets and catch some fish. Simon wanted to please Jesus, so he said, Jesus, we have worked hard all night long. I didn't catch a single fish. But if you ask me, I will do what you say. So Simon made his boat go out where the water was deep. His brother Andrew went with him. They cast their net into the water, and all at once the net was full of fish. Big fish, little fish, wiggly fish, shiny fish. The net was so full that they couldn't pull it in on their own. They called to their friends on the shore to bring their boat and help. And together they filled two boats with this amazing catch of fish. Just hours ago, their nets had come up empty time and time again. And now they had so many fish Two boats were weighed down with the wiggly load. When they got to shore, Jesus told Simon, his brother, and their friends about something better than catching fish. 
he told them that he would teach them to bring people to him. The men listened. They were amazed at what had just happened and perhaps what else they had heard about Jesus. So they did the unthinkable. They left it all behind. They left their boats. They left their nets. They left every single one of those fish. And they followed Jesus. These men would follow Jesus for the rest of their lives. They would come to be called disciples. They weren't perfect people, far from it. And we will learn that they make mistakes. But they were brave to do this new thing. They listened to Jesus and did what he asked, even when it didn't seem easy, even when it didn't make sense. As Christians, we talk a lot about following Jesus. But what does it mean to follow Jesus when he is not standing right in front of us on the shore, like he was that day by the sea? We can't see or hear or touch Jesus in the same ways that the disciples could. But I believe we can follow Jesus in the ways we treat one another and the ways we serve Jesus' family here on earth. Think of one way you could follow Jesus today. Maybe you're kind to a friend who is having a difficult day. Maybe you say you're sorry for something wrong or hurtful you have said or done. Maybe you share a toy, give someone else your turn, or show extra patience to someone who needs it. These are all ways we can follow Jesus. Another great way is to pray and be open. Be open to the ways Jesus may be calling you to be a helper or a healer. Whether you know it or not, you're following Jesus right now. Listening to God's Word, reading it, or talking about it with each other is a way that can draw us closer to Jesus. So let's follow in the footsteps of those disciples, the men and the women, who go before us. May God hold you close and bring you peace. I'll talk to you soon, child of God. Bye-bye.